Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friend, today we're talking about type 1 diabetes. Last week, we talked about type 2 diabetes. That's the what used to be considered adult onset diabetes, but is now happening in children uh, as well. So it's now called type 2 diabetes. But today we're talking about type 1 diabetes. We're going to talk about what causes it. I'll go back into the quick um, analogy of the airport for diabetes. We're going to talk about, more importantly, what is the root cause of diabetes? Can it be reversed? Spoiler alert, it can be reversed. Type 1 diabetes can be reversed. More on that later. And I know that's, I'm sure the black vans are going to roll up and take me away sometime today because I've even said that out loud. But type 1 diabetes can be reversed. We're going to talk about how and why that happens all in today's episode. Welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'm Audrey Christie. I'm a functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner. I help women heal from chronic illness, autoimmune disease, from those symptoms that just won't go away. I help you to stop chasing those symptoms. Stop chasing them. Find your root cause. Heal your body for good. All right, let's dive in to type 1 diabetes. So in general, kind of the 10,000 foot picture, diabetes is dysfunctional glucose metabolism. So normally when we eat food, the food's digested, the carbohydrate part is broken down into simple sugars, much of which is glucose. And then that glucose enters the blood and ideally insulin produced by the pancreas, it comes in and its job is to manage and the transport and distribution of that glucose around the body to all the many cells. So insulin kind of acts like an usher. It opens the doors for glucose into all sorts of cells for lots of different purposes. And some of the glucose is converted into short-term energy. So it's uh, energy that the cells will immediately use. And some is stored as long-term energy for later use. Usually that is stored in fat. Now, when a person, a child in this instance for type 1 diabetes, develops diabetes, this metabolic process just collapses in on itself. A type 1 diabetic cannot produce adequate insulin because the insulin-producing cells of their pancreas have been either destroyed or are dysfunctional. Usually they start as dysfunctional and then they are destroyed completely. Um, And this is a result of an autoimmune-like or autoimmune condition where the, the body's immune system actually starts to attack the beta cells of the pancreas, okay? So type 1 diabetes is actually an autoimmune disease. It's not a popular thing to think about, but it is. So I want to talk a little bit. So imagine your body as an airport, or your child's body as an airport. And so we're talking an airport with all the parking spaces, huge airport, just like DFW Airport, which is near me. Each unit of your blood sugar is an individual traveler. So after you eat, your blood sugar rises. In our airport analogy, that means there's lots of travelers starting to arrive at the airport. So the travelers arrive, they park in the parking lot, and they walk to the stop where the shuttle bus is supposed to pick them up. Now, as your blood sugar continues to rise, as more travelers come to the airport, the bus stops congregate large lines of people. Okay. So the shuttle buses then represent insulin. Remember insulin is 
opening the doors for glucose, taking them to different cells, taking the glucose to different cells for a variety of reasons. Now, in the type one diabetic airport, the shuttle buses simply don't exist. Okay. They just don't exist. The only shuttle bus manufacturer in type one diabetic town stopped making buses. The pancreas company was shut down. It went out of business. Okay. Now in type two, which we talked about last time in episode 172 in the type two airport, there are some shuttle buses, but they don't work very well. Now in that type one diabetic airport, the travelers or the blood sugar never gets where it needs to go. The airport system breaks down and chaos ensues. Now in real life, what that means in your human suit or your child's human suit, what that means is that the blood sugar raises up to dangerous levels and then it spills over into the urine. It floats around and damages the eyes. It creates peripheral neuropathy. It creates um, brain damage, not in the overt sense of like a traumatic brain injury, but it crosses the blood brain barrier and causes later in life health problems. So what causes type one diabetes? Well, there's two different ways to look at it. In general, what causes type one diabetes is autoimmune deficiency or autoimmune infection, autoimmune disease of the pancreatic cells. But how does that happen? So it can happen early in life for the child. And it's often also related to the maternal influences on fetal development during pregnancy. So we're talking, this starts when the, when mom is pregnant and any exposures that happen then during infancy and childhood. And then of course there's environmental factors and all kinds of things that contribute to type one diabetes risk and progression. Now we know that as an autoimmune disease, what does that mean? We look at the autoimmune triad. So that involves three things, a genetic weak link, which we know we can turn off and on, right? So um, a genetic weak link just loads the gun and then environment pulls the trigger is what they always say. So you have the triad, gut health, genetic weak link, and the environment, which all come together in perfect unison to make an autoimmune issue. So what are the root causes of type 1 diabetes? Well, there's that genetic predisposition. So having a genetic predisposition to type 1 diabetes or to autoimmunity or to pancreatic dysfunction There is infection, so things like cytomegalovirus, EBV or or mono, strep, herpes, Lyme disease, not as much, but some, and HPV. There is chemical toxicity, so environmental toxin exposures. So remember, this is for mom or child as an infant or small child. So we're looking at things like laundry detergent and air fresheners and perfumes and topical products. We're looking at things um, like baby formula or what is being passed through mom's breast milk. We're looking at stress response, not just child, but mom as well. Remember, so stress that happened during the pregnancy also contributes to type 1 diabetes. We're talking uh, environmental triggers like mold or heavy metals. Remember, mom or child or both. And then we're talking about food issues. Typically, the food issues are exposure at a really young age to dairy and gluten. Dairy and gluten, okay? Now, all of these things are root causes for type 1 diabetes, but the good thing is, and this is what everybody goes, Audrey, you're crazy, but the good thing is, is that you can reverse type 1 diabetes. Now, it's not fast, 
Everyone is different, but once you have the body moving in the right direction with the right fuel, the right microbiome, once you have the body balanced, the root causes healed, the metabolic stuff going the right way, keeping the bad out and the good in, then, and only then, do you begin the process of the potential reversing and regenerating of the damaged pancreatic cells, okay? So what I want you to know from this is that type 1 diabetes is just another autoimmune disease. Pancreatic cells don't regenerate as fast as other cells in the body, so it takes a lot longer to reverse, but I've seen people have a 40% reduction in insulin in just three weeks, guys. So once you get that, once you get things going in the right direction, it is possible. It absolutely is possible. So what does this look like? Often we're, we're working with kids, sometimes teens, sometimes young adults, and sometimes adult adults, but like real adults. No, I just mean like versus somebody in their 20s, somebody in their 30s, 40s, or 50s. Generally, though, we're, we're working with kids and teens as type 1 diabetics. Now, I will be the first to tell you that kids are much easier to work with than teens because they will often fall, follow the family, you know, sort of dynamics follow the the family um, lifestyle, right? I always say that chronic illness isn't handed down genetically, but lifestyle is, and that's what creates chronic illness. So, of course, you have to address things like infection, viral, parasitic, retrovirus. You have to address things like the environment. You have to get rid of the chemical toxicity uh, in your environment immediately, immediately. You'll save a ton of money, for one, and people are right, like, you'll save a ton of money. Um, but you can resolve that environmental toxicity very, very easily. Mold, of course, mold I've seen as an environmental trigger, and it can actually keep the disease going as well. Um, but the way you find this stuff out is through functional testing. So you do a full history, and then you look at, okay, heavy metal potential exposure, mold potential exposure. Every child with type 1 diabetes needs a IgG food sensitivity test and an IgA food allergy test. Got to have both because what we found is that gluten and dairy specifically are root causes. Gluten and, ter- gluten and dairy intolerance or allergy are root causes for inflammation as well as for the actual trigger for the autoimmunity for, pan- for, for diabetes, for death of the pancreatic cells. So what happens is, is gluten has an affinity for ripping holes in the digestive tract and also the blood-brain barrier, but that's another discussion, and dairy because of something called molecular mimicry. There's something in dairy called casein A1b. It's a dairy molecule that is cross-reactive with the pancreatic beta cells, which means you eat dairy, your kiddo eats dairy, it gets through the leaky gut, it gets into the bloodstream, the body immune system reacts to it because it looks like a foreign invader, and then the beta cells match it, and they, the immune system goes, oh, crap, that's another invader, and it starts to attack those pancreatic beta cells, okay? So here's what you do. If you have a diagnosis, it, first of all, if you have a preliminary diagnosis, there's really early diabetic testing these days for kiddos. If you have a preliminary diagnosis, it's time to do something right now. More people can reverse it in what they call the honeymoon period, where you either don't need any insulin or you don't need much insulin at all. And this is an opportunity to stop type 1 diabetes in its tracks and stop it very, very fast. Now, 
If you're beyond that point, if you have kiddos, teens are more difficult, but here's some tips. Well, first of all, there's not one plan that works for all cases, right? We're bio-individuals, so there's not going to be like one diet plan, one supplement plan, one pathway. Everybody has to have their, their own specific plan. But what I can do is give you a few nuggets to get started. Number one, as I mentioned, and I've I've probably said this four times this episode, but I really want you to know that you have to, have to, have to, you have to get rid of the toxins in the environment. They are absolutely not optional. So that means uh, products in your house. That means products you're putting on your body. That means your water. Please, for the love of goodness, filter your water. I don't care if it's city water. Please don't drink out of plastic water bottles. Um, You want to make sure that you are getting pesticide-free food. You want to make sure that you are um, avoiding artificial flavors and colors. You want to make sure you don't really want to have food rules. You're not having one particular diet, but some guidelines are obviously no artificial flavors, colors, preservatives. You want to have whole plant foods. Um, Try to keep it to about one serving of animal protein per day, if any. Absolutely hard and fast rule, no gluten, no dairy. Um, You want to make sure that you get food sensitivity tested, okay? Food sensitivity tested. And as I said, everyone's different, but once you have the infections cleared, the right fuel going in, a body that's able to take in that fuel, process it, once you have balanced the root causes and healed the metabolic stuff, keep the good in and the bad out, then you are at the place where you have the potential for reversal and regeneration of those pancreatic cells. I can tell you for sure one thing that only leads to more health issues, to compounding autoimmune issues on top of each other, to uh, cognition issues and vision issues and peripheral neuropathy and amputation and heart disease and all the complications that come with diabetes. The one thing that gets you there is covering carbs with insulin, okay? Just if your only strategy is covering carbs with insulin, and I get it, it's hard. But if your only strategy is covering carbs with insulin, that is only going to take you one place to all of the major complications associated with diabetes and to a lifetime of struggling. If you can get it, especially when your child is small, maybe even a teen, if you can convince them, but if you can get into it then, then you can optimize your child's health. You'll optimize your whole family's health in the process because It has to be a whole family effort. You all have to do it together. You have to fix the diet and the lifestyle and the environment immediately. And so what that does is it reduces and eliminates the risk for further disease progression and complications. Worst case scenario, if you do these things, you stop disease progression and you stop disease complication. Best case scenario, you reverse and regenerate, you reverse type 1 diabetes and regenerate pancreatic cells. You optimize your own child's health and your own health through these efforts, okay? So that's what I want you to take away from this. So that was a lot of information and a little bit of time. But to wrap it up, I want you to know that type 1 diabetes is absolutely reversible. And so that you don't have to pause it, back it up 30 seconds, and hear it again. If you know, if you take nothing else away from this, I want you to know that type one diabetes is reversible. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> you deserve to feel good. Your child deserves to feel good. Your family deserves to feel good. So normally this is where I would tell you about uh, the Root Cause Revolution membership, but that's not going to be really appropriate for 
working with a child with type 1 diabetes. So instead, I'll invite you to a complimentary uh, one-on-one. Actually, they're not complimentary anymore. There's a, a mild fee, a small fee, a $20 um, mini case review. So we can talk about the possibility of this for you and your family. If you want to learn more about me, about how to implement these things into your life, to feel better in simple, practical, and sustainable ways, you can head over to AudreyChristie.com, or better yet, the episode with the resources for this show, the, the show notes page for the resources for the show, AudreyChristie.com forward slash 173. Remember, I am always reading for you, friend. I'm always reading for your mom, and I'm so grateful for you listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.